aboard the Fry Bus! You're riding along in our rolling tribute to Coach Hayden Fry, where we're interviewing members of the U of I family while traveling about the Big Ten and beyond. This is an Iowa Hawkeye, not another Hawk like this. I'm here in Iowa, I'm not going any place. If you people in Minnesota could count to 12, you'd have won the game. <laughs> First person I think is a good Lord because I believe in the Lord and I think that he had an awful lot to do with it. Please remain seated and keep your hands and arms inside the podcast at all times. Now here's your host, Matt Reister. Hey everybody, I'm Matt Reister with the Fry Bus Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. We've been planning this for a long time, and now it's finally here. We get to release episode number one. And isn't it fitting that episode number one would be with number one, Quinn Early, who wore that singular digit on his jersey, thrilling fans at Kinnick Stadium and around the Big Ten. He had a prolific professional career. Now he's doing some stuff in the movies. We'll get to that interview in a second, but a couple introductory comments about the podcast. First of all, I need to thank my lifelong friend and partner in the Fry Bus, Nate Wheaton. We certainly wouldn't be here without Nate, so props to him. I know he doesn't want to be on here a whole lot, but I am going to get him on here so that episode zero, which we haven't released yet, we will sometime, will tell the story of how the Fry Bus became the Fry Bus. If you wonder, the interviews on this podcast are recorded on location on the Fry Bus, the rolling tribute to the man himself, Hayden Fry, who put Hawkeye football back on the map during his tenure at Iowa from 1979 to 1998. Nate and I were just 9 or 10 years old when the Hawkeyes had that amazing 1985 season. Beat Michigan in that number one versus number two showdown. Won the Big Ten. Went to the Rose Bowl. And Hayden Fry was one of our earliest childhood heroes. So it's such a thrill for us to have a bus that he used to use with the Hawkeyes and to have that wrapped and decorated in a way that pays tribute to him. It's a thrill for us to share all of this with you and we hope that you enjoy the ride. want to let you know how you can connect with us on social media and otherwise, please go to all these accounts. Facebook is just Frybus. Instagram is at Frybus. Twitter is at Hayden Frybus. Our website is HaydenFrybus.com. As we go forward, we'll be releasing more and more podcasts. I don't know if they'll be weekly or bi-weekly or whenever we get them, but just stay tuned here. Make sure you subscribe to this. We'd love to get some great reviews and five-star ratings so we can push our content out to a broader audience. So today's interview is going to be with Quinn Early. I actually had an interview with him at FryFest, which was September 3rd, the Friday before the first home game. We were invited to have the bus at FryFest, and Quinn graciously gave us some time when he was there. Problem was, is we were scrambling and throwing this together at the last minute, and the audio equipment didn't work great. So the recording of that is just not great. We are going to post the interview in its entirety from FryFest, but be warned, when it goes up, it's not going to be tremendous quality. So just bear with us there. Thankfully, we got another bite at the apple because Quinn Early was back for homecoming, the game against Purdue, the infamous game against Purdue, October 16th, 2021. He was the Grand Marshal of the homecoming parade, and he stopped by the bus in our tailgate and allowed me to interview him briefly. Much of what is in this interview is also included in the longer interview that I did at FryFest, but there is some content that is unique to this interview, and more than anything, I'm just so thankful for Quinn's willingness to stop by and be interviewed again. Make sure you check the show notes on this and in all of our podcasts, we're going to put links to pertinent information. He's going to mention a documentary he's done about Frank Kenny Holbrook. We're going to link his IMDb page and we'll update the show notes with other things 
that he's involved with that come up. He told me off the record that he's going to be involved in a pretty cool project that might manifest itself in a series of documentaries, maybe even a feature film or two in the future. So we'll keep these show notes updated even long after this interview is released. So with all that said, let's get to the interview. Thanks so much for tuning in. Share it with your friends. Give us great reviews. Even if the podcast isn't quite up to what you think it should be, feel free to email us your input at youngsters at frybus.com. But let's keep the reviews positive for the public. I appreciate it. Enjoy the interview and go Hawks. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Reister here with the Fry Bus Podcast. Quinn Early, this is your second time in the hot seat. What's up, brother? It is, man. I can't be be over here enough with you. So last time we talked, you were at Fry Fest, and you had no idea that you'd be back here for the Purdue game. It's homecoming. Tell us what you're here for. Well, uh, they invited me to be the Grand Marshal of Homecoming, which I'm extremely excited about and, and, and humbled by it. But, uh, no, it's been a great weekend. It's, it's, it's uh, great to be here. I uh, was talking to you outside the bus, and I said of all the people that they could pick, I mean, no offense, you're you're a rock star Hawkeye guy, but... <laughs> But it's like there's a lot of people that they could have come be the Grand Marshal of Homecoming, and they only get to do this once a year to pick Quinn early. I mean, does that mean something to you, or is that just no. like eh, another day that ends with what? No, like I said, I'm, I'm extremely humbled by it and, and excited that they thought of me to uh, to be the, the Grand Marshal. And, and uh, no, it's great, man. I'm, I'm very excited and appreciative. Listen, I'm, I'm a Hawkeye through and through, and I love it here. And so anything that I can do to, to help the program and the university – I'm all in, man, so I, I didn't even hesitate when they asked me to do it. So this is going to be a really quick interview. We did a more extensive interview when you were at FryFest, unfortunately, and this is my fault. We were scrambling. The audio on that's not great. So people are going to be able to hear that interview, but just be warned, the audio is not great. We're not going to cover everything we covered then. But just give us a quick synopsis of what happened in your life since you left Iowa. Oh, man, so uh, I played for 12 years in the NFL, which I'm very appreciative of. And then after that... Um, worked in a sports nutrition company, did a few things, but in 2010 I became a, uh, a stuntman in Hollywood. I've been doing that ever since, and I've loved it, and it's been a great experience. I've had the opportunity to double people like Will Smith, Shamar Moore, um, Lawrence Fishburne, just to name a few, and it's just been a great experience. And most recently, I'm trying to transition into uh, being a writer and uh, more producing. And we talked about last time, I did a documentary called The Shoulders of Giants, which is the story about Frank Kenny Holbrook, who was the first black collegiate athlete out of the state of Iowa. He was from Tipton, played for the Iowa Hawkeyes in 1895, and was a two-sport athlete, football and track, and helped lead the Hawkeyes to their first ever conference championship. So I did a documentary about his life. Anybody who wants to watch that, you can go to frankkennyholbrook.com. Uh, you can watch the documentary. It's only a few dollars, and 100% of those proceeds goes to Alzheimer's uh, research. So I'm pretty excited about that, and uh, I also have more documentaries to come. I'm currently working on one about the relationship between Hayden Fry and Jerry Levice. Uh, Tell people who Jerry Levice is. Jerry Levice was the first <laughs> black athlete, I believe. Uh, again, I'm just starting my research, but he was the first in the Southwestern Conference. Played for SMU. Coach Fry gave him a scholarship back when they didn't give scholarships to black athletes. And it's just an amazing story. 
I don't think that that story has gotten its due, so I'm going to tell the story, and hopefully it will be a good one. Being a black athlete yourself, being recruited by Hayden Fry, did you know that back then, and did that mean something to you, or did you weren't aware of that when you were being recruited? Well, I didn't know about it when I was being recruited, but once I got to Iowa, uh, one of my very best friends in college was Robert Smith, who was from Texas. Lives in Waterloo now, next door to me. Absolutely, and he uh, was the first athlete uh, recruited here from Texas by Coach Fry. And Robert was very aware of the story, being from there. And, um, you know, one of the things he told me, which I think is amazing, is his mother asked him, would you rather play for the institution or play for the man? And, and wow. you know, because he got recruited by Oklahoma, Alabama, Texas, all of these big schools. And he chose Iowa because Coach Fry was here. And what he, um, you know, did for Jerry Levias, and he just knew that, this would be a great experience, and uh, it, it was for him. And so we talked extensively about that when we were both freshmen. So, yeah, I was very aware of the story, so it's time to really tell it. I haven't interviewed Robert Smith yet, and I'm going to get around to it. But there's a rumor that his mom played a heavy role in saying, you got to go play for this man, Hayden Fry. And that's exactly, so the quote that I said, you know, do you want to play for the man or play for the, you know, the institution, that quote came from his mom. Oh, wow. So, yeah, so he... Uh, um, she was a great one, you know, she's a great woman, and uh, Robert was extremely close with her, and um, so he listened, and awesome. things worked out great for him. Does anything stand out in your mind about Hayden Fry? If you were to say one thing uh, to describe Coach Fry playing for him, or a story, or it, anything that, that you'd let our listeners know from just being on the inside? Well, I have a couple of things. So, uh, my first experience, actually we were playing Penn State, in Penn State, Went to get on the bus five minutes before the bus was getting ready to leave. And he tilted those aviator sunglasses down on the edge of his nose and looked at me over the top of those sunglasses. And that's all he did, basically letting me know that I was cutting it close. And to this day... You mean time-wise? Time-wise. Oh, you, you almost missed the bus? Well, I was, I was five minutes early. But, you know, in, in football, <laughs> if you're five minutes early, you're 15 minutes late. And he's you know? a Marine. And he's a Marine. So, basically, that look he gave me let me know, don't be late. And wow. to this day, I'm never late for anything, man. It was just, that right there was just etched in my soul, so. We'll be right back with more Frybus Podcast. But first. The Frybus is currently accepting inquiries for episode sponsors and advertisements. If your business or someone you know is interested, email youngsters at haydenfrybus.com. Here's a sample ad from the CC Podcast, also hosted by Matt Reister, which has generously lent the podcast equipment to the Frybus for our first few interviews. Hi, I'm Terry, one of the voices on the CC Podcasts. I want to invite you to check out our free content at ccpodcasts.com. We are a Christian ministry with three different podcasts created specifically to bless you. Even if you're not into the Christian thing, you might want to check out one or all of these three podcasts. First, the CC Podcast Conversations, where we interview inspiring Christians with interesting stories, including former Hawkeye and current NFL football player Ike Budker, along with his dad, Tim, who is one of our radio preachers about Ike's journey to the pros. Second, 
the CC Podcast Daily Dose Devotions. It's a six to eight minute daily devotional from the Bible that we think you'll learn and grow from. Third, the CC Broadcast is a podcast that archives our weekly 30 minute radio broadcast. It's been on the air for over 85 years, one of America's longest lasting radio preaching ministries. These podcasts are all free and can be found on our website, ccpodcasts.com. That's ccpodcasts.com or on whatever podcast platform you are listening to right now. Have a great day and go Hawkeyes! And now, more from the Frybus Podcast. I've never been late for anything. The other story is, <clears throat> one of my favorite things was the first time we won a big game. And after the game in the locker room, he would always make the team do the hokey pokey. Oh, yeah. And I used to do the hokey pokey in my house, knowing oh. that you all were doing it in the locker room. Oh, yeah. No, it was unbelievable. And, you know, just so just imagine the biggest, strongest, meanest looking guy on the team is in there doing the hokey pokey. <laughs> and then we're all jumping around like idiots after we'd finished singing the song, just celebrating. And it was just the most awesome thing. I, lo- I absolutely loved it. You ever go to a wedding and they play that? No. No. I'd like to. Yeah, yeah. That might be a white guy thing. I'm not sure. No, no, it's not. It's a universal thing. But, I love it. Hey, man, anything that makes you, like, laugh and have fun and appreciate the hard work. He was a psychology in. guy. I mean, so he was definitely aware of what was going on in the minds of his players and his opponents. Absolutely. And I'll tell you, one of the biggest uh, um, lessons I learned from him was visualization. So mm-hmm. he would, before the game, you know, he'd turn the lights out and we'd all get down on our knees and he'd have us, and he would talk to the team, visualize about making that touchdown catch, mm. visualize making that sack, that wow. touchdown run, the big play that will change the game. And I can't tell you how many times I would visualize it, and it would happen exactly that way in Amazing. the game. And I, you know, now I coach uh, high school football back in San Diego, and I always talk to the kids about that because that was something again that stayed with me. And man, it's so true. You know, if you believe it can happen, it will happen. That's cool. But also, if you don't believe it, that's also true. That's cool, right? It's it's just it, it's just very true. Is there if you were to this is a hard question maybe if you were to name one play that sticks out in your mind, and you're like that was awesome. Like what at, at Iowa? Oh. When when you were at Iowa, what's one play or one game that you were involved in? that's like man, I was living my best life then. I'll tell you. You know, there's so many. Um, but I will tell you, one that really sticks out to me is my junior year. It was 1986. And uh, before the first game of the season, I had separated my shoulder. And I missed the first half of the season. And I had big plans for myself right. for that year. So uh, it was a setback. And uh, my first game back was against Northwestern. And it was a torrential downpour. We're mm-hmm. playing Northwestern. Mark Vlasic was the quarterback. We were on our own. I believe it was the five or seven yard line or something like that. And I, I ran a post and he threw the ball. I caught it and I went the distance and scored a touchdown. That was my first, I believe it was my first catch back from that injury. Awesome. And that just really meant a lot to me. And it just uh, set up the rest of the season. Uh, I had ended up having a pretty good season my junior year, you know, that last half. Yep. And then, uh, you know, I had a, a great senior year and then the rest is history. But, um, yeah, that was that was definitely one that stood out. You, uh, I want to go back to the movie thing a second, and then I'm gonna let you go. Um, were you a big fan of movies growing up? Like, is oh. is it so like more than your friends? You think? Oh, like ab- you were way into movies? Absolutely. You know. So I, I had, mean that that whole seed was planted early. Absolutely. So I have two older brothers, and my middle brother, um, 
was a big movie guy, and we actually would be out in the yard, and you know, he would tell me, you know, he he wants to be a stunt man, and I would say, me too, and I'm like 10 years old, and I, as I got older and as I went through my life, I guess I forgot about that until I actually became a stunt man, and I was like, oh yeah, I told my brother I was going to be a stunt man, so it all kind of fell into place, but yeah, no, we were big movie watchers, and you know, all of those old James Bond movies, and the Planet of the Apes, and I just remember when the first time I saw Star Wars, I think I was 13, and the thing changed my life, man. I'm just like, I'm still a Star Wars geek to this yeah. day, you know? So, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's definitely been instilled in me my whole so, life. So uh, you're kind of moving from stuntman to now, I remember you telling me last time your son is getting into it. Yeah. Stuntman stuff. Yeah. yeah. You said you're getting a little too old for this. And so now you're moving into producing and writing and directing. That's right. Mostly documentaries or feature films? No, my goal, right now I'm working on documentaries, um, and I'm really enjoying that process. But my goal is to make full-length feature films. So the story I just told you about Frank Kenny Holbrook, I actually wrote a screenplay called The Hawkeye, which is um, the uh, Frank Kenny Holbrook's life story. Yeah. And I wrote that before I did the documentary, but I realized that you know it's going to take me a while to raise the, the money to be able to make a, a, an actual Gain movie. Gain the profile. Yeah. So what I did, I said, look, I need to tell his story right now. So I basically took my own money and I made this documentary. And uh, that's where we are right now. But yeah, my goal is to be able to make full-length feature films. You told me, and we can't really share a lot about this, but you're working on some other documentaries that are maybe going to make a splash, which will be cool. You're, you did say that you're working on this Jerry Levias thing. Mm -hmm. um, Hayden, I mean, will he make any cameos? I mean, obviously the Jerry Levias thing, but I mean, maybe there's a story out there to be told about Hayden, just a Hayden Fry story. No, absolutely, absolutely. So. Like I said, I'm, I'm working on the uh, interviews right now, and I'll be talking to uh, some of Hayden Fry's children, and then uh, hopefully I'll be on the phone with Jerry Levice soon, and I'm sure, I, and I've already, so Neil Rosendahl, who has done a lot of sports history stories, he wrote a book about Duke Slater, uh, he's the one that I learned a lot of the information about Frank Kenny Holbrook from. But, uh, you know, he's already taught me some stuff about the Jerry Levias story and the Hayden Fry story. That's awesome. So there's just a lot of good stuff in that story. So I can't wait to share it with everybody. we got to get you out of here. you got other things to go and do. Thanks for stopping by. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't see a picture of this, but Quinn Early's hair looks different than you remember when he played here. Just a little bit shorter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I had to get conservative. Here, here's yeah. what Hawkeye fans love, is when guys like you, who aren't from here originally, and then go do whatever you do, come back and have a genuine love for the Hawkeyes. That I mean, we love that. And so I know the Hawkeye Nation is going to get behind all the projects you're working on. We're going to do the best we can to help promote them. Thank you. So thank you so much for taking some time, Quinn. Absolutely. Once a hawk, always a hawk, man. God, go Hawks. God bless you, brother. Yeah, God bless you. Take thank care. you. about 30 minutes ago. <laughs> Shake her hand, say thank you, and ride off into the sunset, find, find an old mule. You've been riding along on the Fry Bus. It's time to get off. Be sure to like and subscribe and tell all your friends about our podcast. We even let Psychone fans listen. Also, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and HaydenFryBus.com. Fry Bus might be at the next big game, so come visit us during tailgating, special events, and keep up with all the latest Frybus news. This has been a production of the Frybus. Copyright 2021. All rates reserved. Go Hawks!